Barica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be with you each week and to bring you such amazing guests that will inspire you, uplift you, and really help you to make a positive difference in your life. If you're listening today on Monday, January 21st, you can give us a call live at 866-472-5788. Today we're talking about writing, journaling, why it's so essential and so important to heal ourselves through writing. My guest is Shepard Komenars, Ph.D. His book is Write for Life, Healing Body, Mind, and Spirit Through Journal Writing. Dr. Shepard Komenars began teaching writing in 1956 at Washington College. He's had a long career in higher education as a consultant in education and counseling. He has presented workshops that include many universities, and he has written, um, he's been a journal writer for more than 50 years and has written two previous books on recovery. You can log on to writeforlifeccp.com. Welcome, Shepard. Hey, good morning from San Francisco, Patricia. There's, there's even an easier address for people, which is journaldoctor.com. Okay. Uh, that, ex- that accesses the other one. Journaldr.com. No, no, D-O-C-T-O-R, journaldoctor.com. Shepard, why is it so important that we write for life, that we journal? Well, the, the thing about our lives is we, we, we live them through in a, in a way they, they seem frequently for us very fractured and, and in pieces. And as we s- appreciate the fact that they really have uh, a great deal of continuity uh, and we begin to value this, we see that it's possible to make, you know, like connect the dots uh, that weren't there before. We have tremendous inner wisdom, and we're frequently uh, um, uh, separated from it. But, you know, a, a, you can have a problem and not know how to handle a problem. And yet a neighbor, a friend, a loved one, spouse, etc., can come and ask uh, you what, what you would do about their problem. And what you generally do is begin giving... Offer the, offering them what it is that you know from your your inner wisdom. Mm-hmm. When when it comes to to one's own problem, uh, it frequently is is remote. When we, the, the the solution is remote, but when you begin to journal, you begin to connect with this intuition that's available to you uh, in the in the writing process. So what you're saying is you're accessing your intuition, and by writing it down, you're writing down what the inner voice is saying. Right, and 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 people are very very smart. You know, they they have incredible gifts, uh, inner perspectives, outer perspective, all sorts of dimensions of things that that uh, are are just I have to say amazing, uh, and they you can access this within yourself. Simply well, how, to, how do people start? Do you have to be inspired? <laughs> well, if you, if, you wait, if you wait for the inspiration, it might take a very long time. 
No, I, 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 I was one of the most reluctant writers you can imagine back in 1955, and I, I was really uh, uh, goaded into it by the uh, uh, a doctor that I was seeing for migraine headaches. I had been struggling with these headaches that would come every 28 days, and if you know what a migraine's like, it takes a couple of days coming on, a couple of days with you, and a couple of days afterwards. So what was left of the month? Not much. Uh, I, I, I started seeing this uh, doctor, and he uh, suggested right from the beginning that uh, he thought that it might help me if I would start to journal, and I did not want to do it. Uh, absolutely dug in my heels, and finally he said after the third visit, Shepard, if you don't start writing, I'm not going to see you again. Mm-hmm. And that was how I began, because I, I started, uh, and it, it wasn't easy. It took a couple of weeks for me to really uh, get going, but I saw that there was a direct uh, effect. Um, the headaches, by the way, didn't go away. What they did is diminish in their intensity. And that was the beginning of my understanding that there was a way to reduce the 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 cause the stress from it. By the way, Wait, reducing you, stress reducing stress is one of the key things that happens when you when you journal write. Well, and, you're releasing basically. It's a release, like any you know any release releases and gets it out of the system in a sense. And it has a direct impact upon your 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 body and your functions. Mm-hmm. I mean, it 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 uh, re- re- uh, lowers your blood pressure, uh, enhances the increases the endorphins. They've done a lot of research on this. I started without any research back in in fifty five, but but uh, in the last fifteen twenty years, there's been a tremendous amount of research, actual scientific research, on the effect of journal writing on the individual. Body, mind, and spirit—all dimensions of of, of the the individual—to uh, create um, change, to 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 help uh, move the person on into his life for uh, exactly what 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 your program is about: positive living. It's about how to live more positively. Do you think that writing helps to reduce inertia? Meaning, when you just you know, you just don't feel like doing anything. Do you think the writing starts to unlock some of that? Well, you know, that that's the first uh, uh, problem that people encounter, inertia. We we're, we live on this planet Earth, and that's our, our the given, inertia. So it, it really takes uh, some, some uh, a shock, some movement, some encouragement, uh, some... I think a, de- a decision to move away from the inertia, uh, to, to resist it. And, and uh, I talk a lot about uh, inertia in, in the beginning of the book and how to get people to get, get beyond it. In fact, the book is organized around the idea of how do you get started, and the second major problem is how do you stay started. And the third uh, issue is once you've get, gotten started and stayed started, <clears throat> what are you going to do next? So it's new directions. That's how I organize this book. So what you're really saying or what I'm hearing is that writing is kind of a door. I mean, you start writing and you open that door and it gives you all this information that helps you to move on in your life. I mean, it's, it's, it's an opening for you to really understand what you're going through. It, see it, it from a different perspective. It, it, it's an opening. It's a. It, it, it's it's sort of like it, it's a, a window, a door. Call it what you like, but it's an, it's a way of uh, approaching your life uh, from the the perspective of you know this this is how it can be. It, you know my my brother 
uh, w- had just been diagnosed with cancer. This was back in 1957. And I walked into the room right after the uh, diagnosis uh, uh, he, he, that he received, and he asked me a simple question. How do you live when you know? And it took me about 30 seconds, Patricia, for me to come up with the answer for, that was has actually resonated through the rest of my life. The answer I gave him was better. The the thing about journal writing is that it helps you live better, no matter how you're living day to day in the past. This is a kind of a simple, uh, 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 inexpensive breakthrough into a new way to live. By the way, I, there was just an article in the paper about people choosing things, selecting things because they cost a lot of money. Uh, journal writing doesn't cost any money. Uh, it, it, and you need a tablet and, and, and a pen or a, uh, a paper, but uh, you know uh, something to write with. But it doesn't cost money, and for this simple reason, people often think that it's not of any value. They're not going to get anything of it out of it because they're not spending a lot of money. Uh, the, this is practically cost-free, but such high benefit. Uh, you know, it, it's called perceived value. When you actually perceive the value of something as being really, this is going to make a difference in my life, then you do it. That's how I get people to think about journaling in a new way because they begin to value the effect of the journaling for their own lives. It's a very personal thing. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. Let's spend a little time talking about your website. How can people find you and get involved with journaling? Uh, the, the journaldoctor.com is one of the best ways. And by the way, I give uh, tips. Okay, go ahead. Tips. <laughs> Uh, it, it, I, I, I'm going to give uh, I give seven tips on that uh, if people uh, leave their email addresses and on this show I can do a couple of uh, tips about getting just getting started. Okay, you're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest is Shepard Komenars, and he's the author of Write for Life: Healing Body, Mind, and Spirit Through Journal Writing. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with each 
easy-to-understand tools and tips. With his weekly guest, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time. When pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance, tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com He's presented workshops at locations that include University of California, San Francisco, Kenyon College, Stanford, as well as many, many others. And he's been a journal writer for more than 50 years and has written two previous books on recovery. Information can be found at his website, writeforlifecc.com. Welcome back, Shepard. Thank you. And, and that the, the better website, Patricia, is, is journaldoctor.com. Uh, it accesses the other one as well, but journaldoctor.com will 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 uh, help you uh, more quickly get started. I, I'd like to talk about getting started. By yeah, the that way. was my question: is, is what do you do? Yeah, you want to write, I, I, but you're I, not sure. I I, I I'd like to. Uh, by the way, there are, there are seven tips. Uh, that will cover seven weeks for the people who uh, sign up on the on the website to, to get the tips. But let 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 me do on, just on this program right now. Uh, there are three questions that you can use to actually get yourself going. Instead of looking at the page and wondering what the heck am I going to do with this blank page, the first question I, I invite people to uh, write about is what surprised me the most today. What surprised me the most today? I hope your listeners have a pencil to write them down, but that's the first question. What surprised me the most today? Okay. The second question is, and by the way, if, if you want to do it for yesterday, that's also okay. The second question is, what moved me the most today? What moved me the most today? 
And the third question is, what do I most want to remember about today? What do I most want to remember about today? Now, you don't write about all, all three questions uh, uh, at the same time. You just, one, one a day might help you just to get started. It's, it's the inertia that we talked about earlier, Patricia, that, that you're, you, you're needing to move against, to confront, to get beyond. Once you get started and find the way into the, the value that it has for you, and that's what, you know, we're, we're all focused on how important is it for me. The thing about journal writing is as the people, as uh, the, the, the individual begins writing, it becomes more and more important. When people write, do, they, do you suggest that they just sit down and write stream of consciousness? Just and, put it, to get it out? Any way, you, see, there's no right way or wrong way to write a journal. Uh, uh, the, the important thing is that you're giving yourself permission to write it. So the, the great confusion exists on the part of people. Am I doing it right? Where do I start? What do I, uh, there are all sorts of questions that come up. And, and also one of the, the most irritating ones is uh, what do I do about how do I find the time to write? Well, you know, the thing about time is when someone important to you uh, calls on the phone and says, I, "Either I need to see you, or I'm coming to town, and I don't. I, I, I absolutely must see you." No matter how busy you are, if they're important to you, you find the time to see them. It's the same with journal writing. If as journal writing becomes more and more important to you, you find the time to do it. And uh, getting started, by the way, takes you know, five, ten minutes. Is that a lot of time in in, in a day? Duh. I don't think so. Right. You know, in your book, you tell some stories about survivors. Yes. And you share several. Um, one is about cancer diagnosis, life after that. One is about guilt and denial. Right. Another one is about valuing life by changing the old rules. Yes. Pick one and tell us a story. Well... I, I was um, I, I went to, to Florence uh, in 2003, and I stayed in a, in a, a, a guest house. And the woman who ran the guest house uh, had uh, she had lost her husband three years earlier to cancer. She had uh, three daughters and uh, needed to make a new life for herself. And I. Uh, talked with her about the fact that I uh, did workshops uh, for, for cancer survivors. And you know, she, she got suddenly very indignant and she said, what do they need workshops for? Uh, in, in, in a way that really startled me. And, and I thought about what it was that, that, that she was saying, as if uh, the, the, the value of the, the people who had survived was something that she needed to help rather than uh, the, the, the survivors. That's what she was telling me. And, and it's, the book was written, actually, for people everywhere 
who need help with everything, you know, crises of all sorts. Uh, the book, by the way, is, is focused on the idea that the, both the good things and the bad things that have happened in your life or that are happening to you are really material for your journal. I see people as having uh, victories as well as uh, 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 great crises that, that, that some of them haven't have, been, have been able to. Have people, Shepard, who have said after they've written for a while that their pain is decreased or that... They're able to cope better. Absolutely, you know the, 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 they've discovered that it has a direct impact on people with chronic pain uh, by being able to release it, to talk about it, to to uh, let it uh, have some sort of expression. Uh, there's a, a major change that occurs in the physiology and and and, and psyche of the person struggling with the pain. Pain is something that you um, you know that grows and grows and grows within you, and, and the suffering from it. When you let your, your suffering out on the page, you discover that you get you 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 yeah. evolve beyond. Now it. you also have some exercises in the book for people, don't you? Well, I never call them exercises because the thing about uh, the the we're talking about real life, Patricia. So it's not an exercise. The the, the exercises that people do in the in the gym uh, are, are are to strengthen their 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 uh, uh, their wish to to uh, feel better about themselves. These are exercises of a sort, but because they directly involve the life experience, uh, the 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 encounter with the experience itself is is uh, how I how I focus on on the activity. Uh, the journal the. the the journeys, the 15 journeys, all have activities involved. And by the way, you don't read the book cover to cover. You go, you only open the, it's like an atlas. You only open the atlas for Cleveland if you want to go to Cleveland. Therefore, you only open the atlas to dreams. That's one of the chapters. If you want to write about dreams or the chapter on not yet, things I haven't done yet, or the chapter on self-caring, that's what I usually suggest people begin with. The first chapter um, that, that begins the journeys is a, a whole chapter on how you be, can begin to uh, better be more be more caring about yourself and body, mind, and well, spirit. Well, part of that, I want to I want to address something that's in your book, and, and that's the whole aspect of food and nourishment. Yes, yes. We, get, we confuse that in our culture. We don't know whether we're being nourished. We don't know whether we're just eating <laughs> the right reasons and the wrong reasons. Right. Between all the different kinds of food, it's confusing. And, and one of the things that you suggest in your book, which I really liked, was you said to think of food-related phrases. It reveal how extensive your connection is between eating and the way that you think. Yeah. He doesn't know about beans. I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. It's a cake. I want a ham. You're a peach. And then there's sweetie and sugar and a popular honey. Now, here are some questions that you ask people to explore, and I'd like you to talk about these. Sure. One is, what are some of the most compelling concerns about food in my life today? Are there associates with food that I didn't realize before? What role does my self-image play in my daily planning of my menu? What do you think? Well, you know, as as we age, uh, we become uh, we need to become mindful of uh, what are the kinds of things that will uh, be a better way to age. Uh, you can't go on eating the same stuff you did as a as a kid, 
and uh, we move into certain different problems. I mean, I've just been diagnosed in the past year with diabetes, and I have to be much more conscious of of both both carbs and sugars that I eat, and I have to think about them. I have to become more conscious. One of the things about becoming conscious of, of, uh, of what it is that you're doing is that you need a kind of some assistance, like like a journal, to do this. Uh, one of the people in my workshop yesterday uh, talked about uh, the, the 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 record that she kept uh, soon after uh, being diagnosed with uh, uh, breast cancer of of, of 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 the food of the food she had uh, she had eaten. Uh, and this got her started, made, made her appreciative of what it was that she was doing with, with you know, sometimes automatically taking things, t- taking things for granted. Writing in a journal helps you stop taking things for granted. Oh, that's very good. All right. We're going to go to break in a minute. Uh, give us your information. We'll have a couple minutes to do that. Okay. Journaldoctor.com uh, is, is the website. Um, please sign up for uh, uh, seven tips, and uh, you'll receive them uh, auto- uh, automatically for the next seven weeks. And uh, get, uh, let me know where where you're you're uh, uh, living, so that we can say, maybe set up some groups in in your part of the country. Yeah, that would be great. I think that I think that's important, and I think um, as you said, we don't think about writing. As something that's important is for self-expression. Yes, well, I, I, we can talk. There's a whole chapter on creativity there that's really uh, gets at, at some of the issues that, that a lot of people, uh, you know, that's how where I was before. I only want to write creative things. I don't want to write this stuff. <laughs> All right. When we come back from break, we're going to talk more about: Do we have to write every day? Do we need to have our journal critiqued, or is this just personal? Um, and how often we do it. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest is Shepard Komenars. His book is Right for Life, Healing Body, Mind, Spirit Through Journal Writing. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where Women and Wine Angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women in Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women in Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. 
Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili, radio to thrive by. News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Voiceamerica.com. Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. If you're listening today live, which is January 21st on Monday, you can give us a call at 866-472-5788. My guest today is Shepard Komenars, Ph.D. His book is Right for Life, Healing Body, Mind, and Spirit Through Journal Writing. Dr. Shepard Komenars began teaching writing in 1956 at Washington College and has enjoyed a long career in higher education, consulting in health and education and counseling. He's presented workshops at many universities, and he has been a journal writer for more than 50 years with two previous books on recovery. You can log on to writeforlifeccp.com. Welcome back, Shepard. Thank you very much. You know, you asked an interesting question before about what people have said about uh, what happens with them when they write. Some of the things that have re- some of the uh, re- responses have been it's reduced stress for them. It's given them support for solving difficult issues. It's strengthened friendships, and it gave them a heightened appreciation for what's happening at this moment. Things that they didn't even realize. They got a, a deeper sense of daily completion, and it provided a new source of entertainment that promises even more delight in the future. The thing about, we've been talking a lot about health, but this is also the, the other leg that the book stands on, the idea of journal writing, is fun. It's fun to write. You get in touch with things, memories, things in your past. Let's talk about that. One of the things you talk about in your book that I really liked is called Legacy Letters. Yes. And in my book, Pathfinding Seven Principles for Positive Living, my first chapter is Honor Your Heritage, which is really understanding your legacy. Uh So when you say writing legacy letters, are you talking about peak experiences in our life that we want to pass down to our children and grandchildren? It it can be peak experiences. It can also be day-to-day stuff. One of my participants just couldn't wait to get hold of her her mother's uh, uh, her mother kept uh, journals for years, and when she finally got them, she told me that she was actually rather disappointed. Until uh, then, I spoke with her a couple of months later. She said, "You know, Shepard, I have to change that. I have a new relationship with my mother that I never had before. Uh, she's she's uh, offered me insights into into day to day stuff that I just never realized." Uh, uh, was the way she looked at things and, and what, what was happening to her. So it's day-to-day stuff. You know, th- this is the only uh, d- d- a- a journey in the book that has to do with with publishing. It. I use publishing in a special sense. All the other uh, uh, journal writing activities have directly to do with just healing yourself. 
but for many people, healing also involved, and this is a this is a question that comes up. If you if you feel that writing a uh, legacy letter will help heal any relationship, uh, uh, past, present, or future that that you might have, it's something to consider. And I uh, it's in two parts. The first uh, um, uh, focus is on what it is that you feel about yourself that you you want to talk about. What is the what what's, what what makes you tick? You want to leave for other people, in a sense. Yes, yes. Okay. It, 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 to, to let them share with you what your life has been like. I often get people to to think about the question: if their grandparent was alive today, what would be a question that they would want them to answer? So many of the, of us have this thing in, in in our past. We 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 don't have the parent, the grandparents there to ask anymore because they they've moved on, and and we don't have them to give us the answer to these questions. So I ask uh, people to make lists of what would they like their parent, grandparents to answer if, if uh, they had them there to, to, to do that. And that usually starts the ball roll, rolling about what it is that they might write about themselves uh, for, for their uh, children, grandchildren, uh, uh, unborn generations. What right. the, Let me ask you something on a, a different note about self-expression. What, how would you suggest to people that they write when they're going through a very strong life transition that's tough, like separation, divorce, a member of the family who is dying or has just died, losing a job, losing, make, moving to a brand-new place, how would you suggest people uh, help themselves with writing about those things? First, grab the tablet, uh, pick up the pen, and just let it flow uh, with, without any inhibition about, uh, and this is really important, that anybody's going to read it, and that's the compact you make with yourself. As you write your journal, the key for getting the healing from it is honesty. If you're not going to be honest, it's not going to work. If you're going to let yourself actually put out the uh, how is it you feel about whatever it is that you feel, no one's going to read it, and you have to be sure that that uh, one of the participants in one of my workshops, uh, a man had to stop coming to the class. He said because his wife insisted on reading his journal. Well, it doesn't work if you're writing for someone else's eyes. So if if you're writing exclusively for yourself and knowing that. And, and being able to put your journal away in a safe place and have have uh, uh, understanding for the people with whom you live that they're not going to read it, which is really important. Uh, that, that then you can put from your you can express yourself in any way that seems right for you today, and it might change tomorrow, Patricia. It's not that we're 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 stuck in one place. We have changing. Well, let's talk about change, and let's use another C word, and that's creativity. Right. <laughs> Because as you change, then, you know, that usually lends itself to being creative because when you change, you're doing things that you haven't done before. Right. Many times. And 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 I, I, that's a, a way to actually break through into, into a whole different world of, of uh, relationship uh, with others around you, uh, with yourself. Uh, creativity is, is a... Is a uh, uh, an open sesame, and very few people give themselves permission 
to be as creative as they would like to. I mean, so what if someone wrote about this before or hasn't written about this before? If this is something that, that, that you feel like writing about, write it. It's not for publication. Uh, we've spoken earlier about uh, uh, writing, writing books that are going to be published. Your journals are not for publication. If you wish to use some material from it, you know, put it together either either in a uh, as part of a, an adventure, a, a novel, a memoir. That's your decision. But as you write it, as, w- without having any constraints, you have absolutely latitude. You know, 180 degrees to go in any direction that you wish to. Creativity is is. Is uh, that's that's what I I told myself. I also think that creativity gives you hope. There's a hopeful uh, piece there. Uh, hope and a, and a way forward and a way also for uh, reconstructing things that have happened to you in, in the past, coming up with different answers, uh, uh, challenging yourself, uh, having more fun. I mean, we talked before about fun. Uh, creativity is a, is a way to have fun. By the way, I speak specifically about the using painting as a way, and I hadn't painted for over 50 years. And uh, soon after uh, my cancer diagnosis, I started going to a painting studio, and wow. Did, did, by the way, there, there, some of my pictures are on my website, uh, as well as poetry. Uh, it, the, the journal writing doesn't interfere with uh, anything, uh, any creative effort. In fact, it enhances it. It makes it, it feeds it makes it possible for you to become even more creative simply by journal writing. Right. Let's talk about dreams. Making okay. the dreams come true, but also the dreams that you have. Now, so many times when I've interviewed people who talk about interpreting their dreams, they'll say, have a, a pad and paper by the bed, uh-huh. and the minute you wake up, write down what you got. I actually give a, give a, a, an approach there in, in, in the chapter on dreams for doing that. It's, it's one of the ways of capturing the dream, uh, letting yourself uh, uh, record it uh, with, with with the minimum amount of uh, of movement. I mean, you 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 simply uh, get started by having by being ready to record it, and that means, of course, that you. Are, are sensitive to the fact that you are having dreams. And we all have dreams, by the way. No, no one does not dream. <laughs> we, we all dream. Uh, I, I have a, a, chapter, a little bit of the chapter called Encouraging the Dream, uh, which means uh, as good dreams as well as bad dreams. They help us to purge problems and conflict. There's always, of course, a wanting to know and a not wanting to know. Well, consider making a list of some of the reasons for encouraging dreams and then list the concerns that get in the way of your doing this. As you look over the, the, this list, you will find help in identifying the action or point of view you need to change in order to remember your dream. Uh, it, it, it's like a, a fantastic iceberg that's waiting there for you to, to explore. And the, the most important thing is that you not start immediately interpreting your dream, that you just begin encouraging it. Uh, to, to uh, you know, I, I have people, I will ask the question on their pad, I will remember any dream that is important for me. Mm-hmm. Or okay. I want an answer to this question. Sometimes, uh, Shepard, it's hard to interpret our dreams. Well, we'll write down something and we say, what is this? As, as we use our journals 
to explore what's there for us uh, in, in the things that we've written down, we actually can come up with many of the answers. Uh, I find that, that people's uh, important days in people's lives, you know, birthdays, anniversaries, etc., they frequently uh, 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 provoke uh, a dream of, of something in the past. We have many child, childhood um, memories that uh, we link back to and writing about them and persist, persisting in the writing. You know, one of the things about journal writing is consistency. I, I encourage people to, to be as consistent as possible do in their journal. Do you teach seminars now that people can find out about on your website? Yes. Uh, there, some of them are listed, and I'm planning to come to New England in, in the spring and hope uh, I, can, I can do some up there with uh, some groups that might be set up. By the way, there's the, the, the fact of being writing with other people really helps you to, right. to write well, more. You know, I find that in, in exercise or anything. Yes. You can do it on your own, but it's more powerful in a group. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk more about journal writing and how it helps us really look at the emotional issues from the past, but it helps us deal also with our professional or personal issues, and it can also help us and should help us to find our our life's meaning and our life's purpose. My guest today is Shepard Komenars, who began his career teaching, writing teaching, In 1956, he's presented at many colleges, and he's been a journal writer for more than 50 years and has written two previous books on on recovery, and the upcoming workshops are at writeforlifeccp.com. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Albert Einstein once said, nothing happens until something moves. Pull your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, broadcast each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. Young people, do you want a forum to discuss your ideas and thoughts about what matters most to you? Speak Up brings together diverse voices, cultures, and ideologies from college-age adults across the country. Host Gina Holland provides a different perspective on how current affairs impact future generations. Broadcasting live every Thursday, Speak Up with Gina urges young Americans to think, ask pertinent questions, and affect change. That's Speak Up with Gina, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. 
VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. You can still call in. There's time if you're listening on Monday, January 31st, 21st. And the number to call is 866-472-5788. My guest today is Shepard Komenars, Ph.D., and he's the author of the new book, Right for Life, Healing Body, Spirit, and Mind, through journal writing. Welcome back, Shepard. Thank you very much. The Cleveland Clinic Press, by the way, is the publisher of the book, and it's okay. available. All right, and people can log on to? Uh, journaldoctor.com. Journaldoctor.com. And they can buy the book there, or it's also available on Amazon.com. Let's talk about spirituality. Absolutely. And how, that, how we can bring that out through our writing. Sure. You know, when you open a new window on the way you look at your life, you can gain some remarkable insights. Uh, uh, both uh, Eastern religions, American Indian spirituality, etc. These are different ways that I, I. There are two of the journeys in the book. One, one on one is called Now and Zen, uh, which actually looks at some Zen ideas and American Indian spirituality that I did, by the way, when I did the. Uh, uh, elder Hostel in Yosemite last June. I'm doing two Elder Hostels uh, in 2008. Uh, one in October. Well, first, the first one is in June, and the second one is in October. Both Where of them, are they? Both of them in Yosemite. Oh, nice. Uh, and, and it really helps people get connected uh, with the spirituality that's available just head-on right, in nature. You know, just walking in a beautiful forest and seeing a beautiful sunset, seeing the, the fabulous um, mountains of, uh, of uh, Yosemite, etc. It, and it really opens people's ideas about themselves and their lives, uh, changing uh, impressions, you know. Um, I, I, I had a friend once who always talked about uh, stopping to smell the roses. Well, I hope he did because uh, he actually, at, at a very young age, I think he was in his 30s, actually passed away. Uh, even even though he said he was stopping to smell the roses, uh, it, it's how how you live your life, and who knows when yeah, the end. Quality of life. Let's talk about that when you were talking about at a young age. Let's talk about older age. Let's talk about people 50, 60, 70, 80. Yes, yes. Who 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 themselves experience. Uh, a sense of isolation frequently, a loss, because lots of their friends are gone, uh, partners, etc. The thing about having a journal and writing in a journal is that it makes it possible for you to always have a, a, a safe place to go to, a friend that you can share your thoughts and ideas with. It's a really important uh, uh, treasury, uh, both of, of your own memories and a place that you can go and, and treasure your your treasure yourself as as someone who has actually uh, explored life uh, through many many different circumstances by the way the, what has writing done for you well it certainly has made me more conscious of who i am what i am why where where i'm going in my life and it has helped me uh, see it wholer Instead of so fra- in a fractured way that people frequently get to the end, end of their lives. By the way, I'm 75, 
uh, it, it's amazing that uh, I, I find myself still here, uh, and uh, having survived cancer in, in the year uh, 2000, and that that's what actually provoked me from to to write the book for people who couldn't hear my lectures and workshops, uh, that they would have a book in their hand. The book, by the way, is a whole lifetime creates a lifetime for journal writing. It's one of the few um, books that actually is a whole lifelong experience. If any of your listeners have ever heard of the book uh, The Artist's Way, this book was originally titled Julia the, Cameron. The, by Julia Cameron. Yeah, this book was originally entitled The Survivor's Way. This is a book for everyone who who has survived anything in their lives. So it, it, it's for old, old-timers, people who have been uh, around for a long time, people who have never written before, newcomers to writing, as well as the very young. I talked with a 13-year-old the other day who was starting because he, he wanted to, to write down all the, the things that he was encountering in his sports issues. Do you issues. think, Shepard, that because we have computers now and email, we're more compelled to write? People are writing more because of that. Well, they're they're writing, but they're also, you know, they're they're, they're writing to 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 publish what it is that they want to say. The in, the intimacy that occurs when you write in your own journal, mm-hmm. it creates the healing that you need. And I encourage people, by the way, to use, to write by hand, even if they're having trouble uh, writing. Of course, if what you can't write by hand, non-dominant hand to get well, information. that just came up yesterday. Uh, you're the boss. If you're however you choose to write. It's your decision. You're in charge. This is one of the first times that there's no criticism whatsoever. Uh, that's one of the reasons why people are, are reluctant to write. They've had so much criticism in their lives from teachers, grammar school, high school, uh, university, graduate school, all the red marks, green marks, blue marks on their pages. You know, who wants, who wants more of that? This is the first time in their journal that there's none of that. There's no criticism. And you can be as critical as you want of yourself. However, as you begin writing about it, you get pretty bored with it. So you get beyond the criticism into affirmations. I write a lot about creating affirmations for yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shepard, what is it you would like to leave our listeners with today? What is your real message here? The the message I have for people is that that their their lives are of tremendous value. Uh, in fact, that's one of the things that one of my uh, participants said. It's the first time in my life she said that I feel important. Uh, the sense of feeling important, the sense of, of, of self-esteem that comes because of what you've lived through is terribly valuable in, in enriching your life and making you appreciate even more the things that you're facing right now. I mean, we, we've gone through uh, uh, in, incredible uh, uh, circumstances, and these circumstances have enriched our lives. And they also, by the way, are terribly important for other people to know about if we choose to let them to know uh, to know about it. By the way, the other question that I'm often asked, and it, it should be, be part of this interview, is what do I do with my journal uh, after, after I die? The answer to that is really quite simple. Just as you leave other uh, bequests uh, to be uh, uh, distributed or handed to other people, you can also make arrangements for your your journal, either to have it uh, destroyed or have it have other people uh, receive it and 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 read it and know who you are. 
So it, it, that's up to you. The, the most important thing is that you begin to write today knowing that this is a, your great opportunity to begin connecting your own wisdom with your life. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And again, people can log on to journaldoctor.com. Thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you, Patricia. I loved it. Thank you. And stay on the line. My guest has been Dr. Shepard Komenars. His book is Write for Life, Healing Body, Mind, and Spirit Through Journal Writing. You can log on to journaldoctor.com. Next week we'll have an all-new show for you, Positive Living. Stay tuned every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living with Patricia Raskin. As I always say when I close, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a great Monday and a great week. You've been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on voiceamerica.com.